Hello, I'm Crystal Grafton Combs, and you're listening to Coffee Talk with Crystal. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you have joined us before, welcome back. This podcast is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Sometimes I will answer questions from our sisters, and others I will invite friends to do the same. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to my next conversation. Emily Black, welcome to Coffee Talk. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I think that the first thing that I should start by saying is congratulations. Thank you so much. (laughs) For those who do not know, you were announced just this past weekend at our Virtual Leadership Institute as the winner of the 2020 Stella George Stern Perry Award for being the most outstanding collegiate chapter president. So that is quite an accomplishment. Thank you so much. I was definitely surprised. Um, my chapter was very tricky in telling me that I got the award um, with that video. I had no idea what was going on, um, but I feel extremely honored um, and just very surprised and very honored to have received that award. So before we get into your AOPI story, let's talk about that moment because I got to be a part of it in such a wonderful way. Um, One of the things that I share in an episode that will air the week before this one is about sort of the the behind-the-scenes preparation as executive board members. And one of my favorite things was this new phenomenon, well, new to me, called a Zoom bomb, where, (laughs) where our chapters or various groups get together for what you thought was a certain reason so that we could surprise you. So for this particular event, our professional staff team had worked with your chapter leadership to, it was a recruitment workshop they were hosting, correct? Yes. So how did they get you on this call, this Zoom meeting? So me and the chapter advisor are still very close. We text at least weekly, if not every other day. Um, She's one of my really, really good friends. So when she texted me, it wasn't a surprise at all. Um, And she was like, hey, you know, recruitment is gonna look very different in the fall because of the current situation we're facing in the country and around the world. And so we're gonna hold a chapter meeting next week to tell the chapter about all the different changes that are gonna be made. Um, And she was like, Um, headquarters has asked that a senior who just graduated come back and speak to the chapter um, to be kind of a sounding board and encouragement to raise some positive energy among the group in case anyone is feeling any type of discouragement or confusion about the fall and she was like would you be willing to come back and speak and I was like of course yeah sure any way that I can help Um, and so I think that was on a Wednesday and then we had the meeting on Monday and so I typed up my little talking points. I wanted to make sure like I hit all the, all the reasons that I wanted the girls to know because I really wanted to like do a good job. Um, and so I, I practiced before I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to say. This is how I'm going to do it. <laughs> and so I get on and Bryn, the current chapter president, she starts talking and then the VPMR starts talking about 
what the fall will look like in terms of recruitment. So that goes on for about 25 minutes. And then Bryn is like, um, so now we're going to have um, a, a senior come back. And I guess they didn't stall long enough because Kendra had to come in and start talking about me or something to introduce me. And I was like, why is she introducing me? They know who I am. <laughs> it's okay. And so then I speak for about five minutes. Um, and when I'm done, I look up and Crystal Combs is in <laughs> my Zoom meeting. <laughs> and they had said that headquarters would be on the call to possibly record it and show other chapters, you know, how, how Zai is doing it. And so I knew people from headquarters would be on the call, but I didn't know to the extent. <laughs> and so that's when you started talking and I was just, then I realized what was going on and I started crying and <laughs> tearing up. So that is how I found out originally. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to tell you that I do cry every year that the Perry Award is awarded because hearing all of the wonderful things and accomplishments that our chapter presidents lead our chapters to achieve is is just something. I mean, it it is worthy of a tear. What I hope is that even though it was such a different experience, that it was equally as meaningful. Because certainly the fact that you will now receive all the things in the mail does not diminish the impact of the accomplishment. And it is certainly worth saying congratulations again. But that now brings me to how you became an AOPI. So let's rewind a few years and talk to me a little bit about your AOPI story. Sure. Um, so Four years ago, I had just graduated high school. I was going to, I was moving to a college out of state. Um, I'm from Dallas and I go to OU in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, so my parents had dropped me off and you know, recruitment is before um, classes at OU. So it's like about a five to six day time period, which is kind of long. So I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, um, but I went through the process and I ended up with AOPI and I was there on bid day. Um, and my big was my bid day buddy, so we hit it off right away, which was very convenient. I immediately had someone who I could call or text if I had questions or concerns or anything, so that was super great. Um, and then four days after my bid day experience, I got a call from my dad, and he was like, I'm downstairs in your dorm building, and I was like, that's really weird. I didn't know that my dad was coming to Oklahoma today. Um, so I went downstairs and he sat me down and he was like, he told me my grandfather passed away. And he was more than a grandfather to me, he was really my buddy. Um, and so it was unexpected um, and really hard. I was so heartbroken. I didn't really want to go to OU. I didn't want to go to classes. Um, but I immediately called the girl who would become my big and she scooped me up and she just really supported me and loved on me that day and the next few days. And, you know, the next few days I had so many older girls in our chapter calling me and texting me and checking in on me. And they didn't even know who I was. Like they, I'm sure they had seen my face at bid day, but they didn't know me or had talked to me yet. So it made an impact on, on me in a way that I never had before. Um, and so I immediately had that kind of bond with those girls, um, which really stayed with me for the rest of my time as a collegiate. Um, and 
I was really involved that year, which was super fun and great. I got to have all the new member experiences. Um, the next year I ran for my first um, position, which was vice president of finance. Um, and then I actually did get to go to convention as a freshman, which was super neat. I got to go with my chapter. Um, and then I ran for president my junior year. And, and yeah, I, I think my AOPI story is something that I obviously will hold on to for the rest of my life. Um, it really, it's really been a pinpoint in my college career. Um, and I really wouldn't be the same person I am today without it. So I have to tell you, you'll, you'll have to forgive my tears. I have read a lot about you and the things that were submitted in support of your nomination, but I did not know that story. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty outstanding because that is what we hope sisterhood is about. It is about a whole lot of things, but ultimately when it comes down to it, it's about a family that picks you up and helps put all the pieces back together. And I just did not know that. So I am so proud of you and of your sisters, who are also mine, but that they were able to set that example of sisterhood for you and that you eventually went on to serve in this capacity. But now I have to tell you, I haven't met a lot of vice presidents of finance who want to continue. That is quite a, a year in and of itself. What inspired you from there to run for chapter president? So honestly, if I'm being honest, from very early on, I was like, well, maybe I will run for president, you know, one day. So I should probably pick one of the roles that would teach me a lot. And so to run prior. And so I thought maybe knowing the finances would help. I thought I would get to work a lot close with members. Um, and that would allow me to build those relationships, but also learn early on how to work with people and to for a common goal, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. So you did get elected, as we know, and you had some pretty big goals for your chapter for your year in service. Talk to me a little bit about how you decided to make that your mark in the history of Zai. Sure. Um, so I think with the nature of the Panhellenic um, community on my campus, it's very competitive. You know, numbers are a big deal in terms of membership, but I didn't want that, that to be the only goals I had for my presidency was just the numbers. You know, I wanted to hit quota. We wanted to hit total, all those things. Um, I wanted to have um, some members on Panhellenic Exec, and we ended up having that. So shout out to Shelby Boyer and Mackenzie Toulier. We had two. Um, but I also really wanted to foster a community in our house that was, a, that was a comfortability factor for our members. I wanted them to feel like AOPI was not a dorm room, not an apartment, but like a home. Um, because we have girls who live there, we have girls who don't live there, who come there all the time to study or hang out with people. And so I wanted it to be a place that anyone felt comfortable to come um, and be themselves. And that extended beyond our members too. I wanted any guests that we had in our home to feel comfortable, um, whether that be for date parties or parents weekend or friends the girls had over or whatever it might be. I wanted our home to be a place that projected positivity, comfortability, and anything in the light. So, um, I wanted to grow our sisterhood. I wanted us to have more events together um, and try to be as close as we possibly could. Because I know that 
for girls in college, we're not going to be around each other the rest of our lives like we are in college. So if we have these memories to hold on to, that will bring us through the years when we're not two doors down in, in the AOPI house. So. so then let's talk about what were your biggest challenges as chapter president? Mm-hmm. I think my biggest challenge was trying to find the common ground between being a friend and a leader and a mentor and all those things at the same time. Um, because I don't like confrontation. I don't like those kind of things. So I, and I want to be everybody's friend, but then sometimes I would have to be like, okay, I can't be your friend right now. I have to be a leader and I have to be someone who can lead a group of 300 plus people, um, towards a common goal. And so I think that's probably the thing I struggled with the most was transitioning from being a friend to someone who had to lead and protect and keep girls safe, um, no matter what the situation was. I think that is probably one of the biggest challenges that all of our chapter leaders face because ultimately we are leading and yet the we are leading our friends and our sisters, which shifts that dynamic a bit, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that is something that our chapter presidents now are probably listening and nodding their heads along with. It's what <laughs> I hear quite often. Tell me, what are you most proud of that you and your chapter accomplished during your term of office? Yeah, um, this is one of the things I love to talk about. Um, I wish I could talk about everything, and I definitely don't just have one, two, or five things that I'm proud of. Um, But one of the really big things that I do love to talk about is um, our recruitment. Our girls did so great this year, just... You know, we exceeded quota, but they were able to, it's the members who do it, right? Leadership can help and coach and mentor as much as we can. But at the end of the day, it is the members who recruit these amazing new members. And I was just so proud of them because they did it so, so graciously and with so much poise. And I, I just remember on bid day, I was like, we did it. They did it. Like we're here. And it was such a really proud moment. I remember I woke up, the recruitment advisor woke me up at 5.30 in the morning, banging on my door, and she was like, hey, get up. <laughs> and I walked into one of her office rooms, and it was her and our new member advisor, and our I think our chapter advisor, too, and she was like, we did it. And me and Pat Roberts, the new member advisor, just started crying, and we were so happy. Um, so, yeah, I think that was just an amazing moment. Um, and then another one, too, was during the election period um, after my term, was seeing how many of the new members wanted to run for leadership positions. I was like, this makes my heart so happy because they're starting off strong. They want to be involved. They want to be leaders in the chapter. Um, and I'm so excited to see what they do and how they change things. So That really is one of the most exciting things is new members having that experience and then you watch them come up and take over the leadership of a chapter as it should be right and to take it and build on the foundations you have helped establish so i think that's pretty outstanding now let's shift for a moment to your life outside of aopi or i suppose we should say in addition to you have now graduated and what is next on the horizon for you professionally? Sure. 
Um, so right now I'm serving as an intern with ExxonMobil in Houston. Um, so that will be up in August and I'll actually be going back to OU to be a grad student. Um, this past year I was doing, I'm on an accelerated grad program. So this past year I was kind of doing my senior year and the first year of my graduate program together. Um, and so this next year I'll just spend one year and then graduate in May with my master's degree. Um, I think after that, kind of on a five, tentative five-year plan, um, I would like to work for two to three years and then go back and get my MBA. So I'm applying to business school programs this fall to kind of do deferred admission. Um, so that's kind of how I see the next five years going. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I think that's really quite exciting. Now tell me, what is your undergraduate degree in? Industrial Systems Engineering. Um, so. I look at systems and processes and um, kind of all about efficiency, um, but I think combining that type of engineering with a business degree um, would be something very beneficial and I could add a lot of value with that pairing. Absolutely. Now, of course, we have talked um, quite a bit about, in the AOPI world, about COVID and the fact that despite the changes that are coming for recruitment and sisterhood and the virtual connections that we have created, um, that our sisterhood does not stop. And certainly it has endured many things in the past and we fully believe that we will come out stronger on the other side of this when that does happen. Tell me what you would offer to the chapter presidents that are now trying to lead their chapters through this to the other side? Sure. Um, so when I was elected president over that winter break, I spent a lot of time thinking about the things that I wanted to, um, I, that the things that I wanted to bring to the table, right? And how I wanted the chapter to perceive me as a leader. I wanted three things. I wanted to be kind, I wanted to be humble, and I wanted to listen to everybody. Because something that I found is that even the quietest person in the room has something of value to add to the conversation. And it could be that one person who has such a magnificent idea that could change everything and fix every problem and things like that. So be on the lookout for those people. Um, be on the lookout for those members who maybe aren't the loudest ones in the room. Call on them, see what their advice is or their ideas. Um, because I think as we're going through this change as a community, as a country, as, as universities, and as AOPIs, we have to be open to new ideas. And it's going to take us working together and bringing those ideas forward to really make that change. And um, I know we will survive this, but to survive it easier, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Emily, I am so proud to have now been a part of your AOPI journey. And I appreciate you sharing your experiences with all of our members, but also with our chapter presidents. I am so proud of you and for you and proud that we can all call you a sister. Thank you for joining me this evening. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And for all of you out there, as always, thank you for listening. And until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm -hmm.